will run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner. Manner. Hello and welcome to episode 14.0 of the Run Amok podcast presented as always by Juncture Magazine. Now, to my right, we've got my compadre, Caleb Beer. And hello. to my left and across from me, we got nobody else. Literally maybe. no one else. I think this is the first time where it's just been you and I rocking a pod with no, with not even Gary here Scary. to mediate the conversation. And, okay, first things first, before we jump into today's episode, I, let me do some housekeeping, because we got the most important housekeeping pod of the month, because today, while you're listening to this, Saturday, December 28th, Volume 3 of Juncture Magazine has just released on JunctureMagazine.com. It's out there. It's out there. Caleb's got, Caleb's got an article in there, oh, alongside yeah. me. Yeah. Top 25 uh, albums of the year. Indeed. That's, a lot of people are anticipating that one. We got we got one on the athlete of the decade. Uh, we got one talking about Netflix Christmas movies, looking at Christmas hip hop albums throughout the last few decades. So we got a lot going on. So be sure to check that out. And look, I got to address the issue at hand. Well, first of all, follow us on Instagram, Juncture Magazine, J U N K T U R E Magazine. On I mean, Instagram. how are you already? Is the real question. Hmm? How aren't you already following? I know. Us? How are you? How are you now? How are you? Yeah. How are you listening to the pod and get not it together? Follow, get it together and give us. Uh, a follow or subscribe, rate and review the show. It really helps us out. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. I sound, I sound low energy. I sound like low energy Jeb right a little now. Jeb, a little Jebby right now, as some we'll will call it, some. as as certain commander in chief <laughs> yes. would, say. Uh, would say. And that's because this is this is the flu pod here. I'm uh, with you. I'm very. You I'm nearing the Colby edge of the well? yeah. Wow. And yeah, I, a little hyperbole with uh, flu. It's definitely a head cold. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think I blow my colds at a proportion a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You think I do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I, did, I thought you were going to disagree. Nah. Do you think you do it? No. Oh, no, I battle dude. through them pretty oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely yeah. do it. Nah. You definitely want. You definitely nah. get people like make you special orange pico my mom does always make me yeah, yeah chicken there we go though, yeah right? she brings so, you a little shortbread yeah. too some like orange oh, pico man, tea that maybe nice. a little earl gray chamomile for that throat I'm actually on a bit of a green tea kick these days it's the move for the people wondering at home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just, just put down a little shot of buckley's too oh, so i got that coat in my throat so it's awful but it right works now. hmm it does taste awful, but no free ads. I'm sorry. It works. Yeah, no free ads. Yeah, we're gonna bleep that out, Gary. Until Buckley's drops the bag, that's sin shit about them. All right, so we're today. Now it's just Friday, December 27th. So two days ago, as many of you know, uh, everyone except for maybe our Kwanzaa listeners and Hanukkah listeners, two days ago was Christmas, mm-hmm. and anyone who loves the NBA knows that on Christmas, that's some of the best games of the year, baby. Indeed. And we had a great slate. So this episode, we're not gonna talk about. What happened today? We're not going to talk about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both scoring 30 points for the first time ever. We're not going to talk about the Raptors' huge comeback earlier last week, historic comeback. No, we're just talking about Christmas Day. We're going to talk about our favorite game, biggest surprise, worried about any teams. Uh, Then we're going to break down each game. We're going to look at Boston, Toronto, Milwaukee, Philly, Houston, Golden State, 
Los Angeles Clippers and the Lakers, and then lastly, the New Orleans Pelicans and the Denver Nuggets. So, just to jump into things, first things first, I want to ask you, Beer, what was your favorite game of the night? And I bet you that, A, I know we have the same answer. Yeah, we do. And I bet almost everyone listening has the same it's answer. It's got to be. It's got to be Clippers-Lakers. It's got to be Clippers-Lakers. Uh, and and so, I guess, what what do you love most about the matchup? Was it well, that kind of L.A. rivalry? Was uh, it that Kawhi LeBron? I think people will probably uh, agree with this. On Christmas, you're not you're never catching the full game. So mm-hmm. Lakers uh, Clippers was also the game that I caught. Whatever you most sneak away from part the fam, of, right? Especially if you're yeah. at, you can't be that one dude at the oh, Christmas no. party that's watching. If you got like a couple cousins that are yeah. also in the NBA, then yeah. you're fine because you're a little uh, crew. You can't be that one guy. It's I was the worst though. It's a no go. I was trying to like convince everyone to come down. No one had yeah. any interest, but I was like, oh guys, it'll be fun. Blah blah blah. I bring them down. Down. And uh, so I ended up trying to convince everyone down for like the end of that Lakers Clippers game. And it was just timeout city, man. Every 30 seconds was a new time, which is like regular Close forever. That's a that's a yeah, that's every basketball game when it's close down the wire in a game that matters. It's it's just gonna be timeouts all the way down the stretch. And they were loathing it, man. They're <laughs> oh, another commercial. And then they did the fun little thing where like they try to narrate each commercial and try to make it fun. Like, oh, what's this one about? It's like, oh my God, this is hell. Neither one of us, I don't want you to be down here. stage capitalism. Or deep yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so neither party wanted to be down there. But I want to bring something up. I don't know if you saw it today. So Kyle Kuzma's trainer. Was <laughs> I did see this, oh, actually. Kyle Kuz- so for those of you who didn't see today on the 27th, Kyle Kuzma's trainer was saying that uh, LeBron was essentially just completely outshined by Kawhi that he he didn't show up that one of them I think one of the quotes was one of them's in the gym and the other isn't which is hilarious yes. like what are you talking about and then Kawhi or not Kawhi Kuzma goes on Twitter and says call a spade a spade indeed he did oh say my that. I, I mean listen I think we know what happens here he showed up in yeah. a fishnet tank top in a suit, scored yeah. 15 in the first quarter, and he got, he's just, his yeah. ego's through the yeah. roof. Yeah. Yeah. And LeBron certainly did not have a bad game by any means. But that being said, Kawhi went off. He he went off for with 35 points and 12 rebounds, and he was a plus 13 on a night. Uh, LeBron, obviously, that the play that everyone's going to remember from the game is that Patrick Beverly block on LeBron. So he was on the wrong end of kind of the da- game-defining shot. Uh but I can't believe in my heart of hearts that that was what Kuzma was referring to. And I'm sure right now he's tweeted out a clarification because it's already gone so viral. Yeah, I, I honestly don't think so. From everything I've seen, it seems like him and LeBron are pretty close. Yeah. And if you're a young dude, probably stay on LeBron's good side is yeah. a pretty crucial advice that you should probably heed. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, just cling to that bandwagon as yeah. hard as you can and just Absolutely. let it drag you until you're like, you're look good. at Norris Cole. He was the golden boy while he was on Miami. And then he went to New Orleans. I, dude, Norris Cole's a bucket. Norris Cole's in China. <laughs> that was so quick. Yeah. Is he in China right now? Norris Cole won D2 championship, then came to the league and won two straight NBA championships. But where is he now? I'm not it trying to. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. So is he, in, is, is he in Belgravia right now playing basketball? I, mean, I would imagine he's is he probably at this point. It's over. Yeah, I feel yeah, like you yeah. play those two years in China and then you're like, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, what am it's I doing? Over. Yeah, I can't even breathe coach, properly. Like, some decent yeah. high school. You got to wear a face mask just to go grocery shopping. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we talked about Kuzma. And I, it, the Lakers felt like they were. It looked as though they were relying on him, so like far too heavily. Anthony Davis obviously had a good game, but you look at those two, and then you look like where's the third guy? Yeah, I think also probably part of it was that LeBron and Anthony Davis still apparently aren't a hundred percent. LeBron apparently, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that the next day. That, uh, yeah, 
was hampering him a little bit throughout yeah. the game, but maybe that's a reason why they were uh, a little more focused on him. But yeah, this was also my favorite game. And I saw, I remember distinctly the first game of the season, LA Clippers go up against LA Lakers. Clippers took that first win uh, far more decisively than this one. So I guess, look, the Clippers are still load managing Kawhi. They didn't have PG for the whole season. PG didn't necessarily stand out in this game, but obviously still factored defensively, put up a uh, respectable set of 15 points. PG so. just doesn't have bad games. He's just like That's too so complete true. of a player that he's, there's no like really bad PG game. Yeah. He's always going to be a plus. Yeah. Yeah. But does this kind of move the needle for you in terms of which LA team? I don't know. I'm never really, you know, I'm never really on the one game sample sizes, which is kind of a bad answer. But I still think I like the Lakers over the Clippers moving like deep into the postseason, assuming health with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Mm. I just think like, I still think that one-two punch is better than okay. the Clippers' one-two punch. I I, w- I I do agree with those top two players being better than the Clippers' top two players. It's so close. But it's the, it is so close. Yeah. And and what I don't believe is close is the depth. And the Clippers' no, it's have, not close. Right? Like uh, Montrezl Harrell, even Mo Harkless can go off for a good game. But Montrezl Harrell had a spectacular game. He stepped up guarding Anthony Davis. And then I wrote down here, uh, Patrick Beverly had... Eight points, nine rebounds, four assists. He was a plus 26. In a tight game, a three-point game. In a three-point game. Yeah, Kawhi was only a plus 13. I mean, (sighs) so you have role players that are able to do that. Like, Rajon Rondo is never going to do that. Dwight Howard's having a good season, but he, what do you have? He's having a nice season. He had about uh, six points, six fouls, and two rebounds. Some horrific turnovers for Dwight Howard trying to do too much, though. Uh, Still, absolutely. It's in his DNA. So I don't necessarily trust a JaVale McGee or an (laughs) A. Like, Rajon Rondo looks looks horrible. He looks almost unplayable. Alex Caruso can't hit a three to save his life. He's a really good point guard that's wasting away in uh, the middle of the planes they, I, they can't afford it no, okay, you're talking about him. chris paul i am talking yeah about chris paul. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you had to go through uh uh christmas without chris paul and now you're kind of itching you're, it's actually a good point it's been a while, it has it's, been been a while. it's probably been like Absolutely. six seven and now years, you're kind of yeah. realizing wow he really is in nba purgatory yeah. but we have the same favorite game and i think we have the exact same surprise game the game that shocked us I'm yeah. gonna let you go ahead and say it too. It, it's it's the Warriors beating Houston. It, of course it is. Yeah, I, and that was I. So I saw the score after the first quarter. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I like obviously. It's kind of one of those things where you like see a first quarter score on Twitter or something, and you're like, oh, it's you're gonna check it later tonight, and Houston's gonna end up coming back late through at the game and then winning it. But, of course, and it, it wasn't even a crazy tight finish. No, like it wasn't. It just wasn't close. Golden State won every quarter except the except the second, which they only lost by three points. Um, and and the craziest thing is that it was a committee effort. It four five different players scoring double figures. Indeed. Well, it's going to have to be a committee effort for the Golden well, State Warriors because this is not a <laughs> statement. Like again, one game sample size. Golden State stinks, and they're going to stink. They suck. To, to me, up. it was more of a statement against the Rockets. Who? Yeah, and I've I've not been high on the Rockets all year. Maybe that's a little bit of pettiness. But you, no, you've been skeptical, but they're they're still twenty one and ten. Still I think fourth like in, a, in the West. My issue with them goes back to what we saw last night: is James Harden is like completely inept when the other guy has the ball. Which makes no sense. Like he's you mean, a good shooter uh, in terms of Russell Westbrook or someone else. Yeah, when someone else yeah, is like Oscar having Rivers, that yeah. game. Yeah, he just yeah. isn't. He's a non-factor. The other guy's playing four on five, and it's just. Well, you mentioned uh, Russell Westbrook controlling the game. Well, yeah, Westbrook put up 
30 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. It was his first, like, really, really dominant game in what felt like a long time. And there were there were plays. I'm sure you saw these on Twitter if you, if you missed them during the game, where James Harden was just chilling at half court on offense. Uh, this is just me. This is giving me PTSD from yeah, the last oh, two from- years. But, like... You can't have an ISO system if the guy who's not ISOing on that play isn't involved in the play. It yeah. doesn't. It's just not going to work. No. You can't go four on five ISO. ISO is hard enough on its own to get buckets, and you had like two in the best in the league, and still two in the best in the league. But you have to have all five guys still playing even throughout ISO basketball. Absolutely, and and I think the thing that kind of made me, I guess, not more worried about Houston. But a, a little bit in terms of, like, this is what defines Houston. I think this was a look-ahead a look ahead game where they skipped over it and thought, oh, this is this is a win on the schedule. Let's look ahead. Which, like, elite teams are still able to, like, kind of regain themselves throughout those look-ahead games and still come back Especially and win those games. Especially midway through the game when I don't, you're losing that's the first what I'm yeah. yeah, I don't think Houston has the ability to do that. And James, like, like Westbrook had a good game, but he also, shot, like, made 10 shots out of, like, 32 attempts. Yeah. And, like... Well, that's a Westbrook. That's a great Westbrook game. That's a that's a defining Westbrook game. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's but sure. A I know what you mean. Like that's, damning that's with horrible. Yeah, race, yeah. But yeah, it's. I, I don't think Harden can exist in an offense that someone else is taking thirty shots. Like I don't think. I think that's rarely a win for the Rockets. And this is another blanket statement. But do you do you really think like this season has kind of been? I guess maybe the last three seasons where I look at the Rockets and I, I wonder: Can James Harden, who's probably the fourth best shooting guard of all time? Do you think he can be the best player on a championship team? If you surround him with the perfect cast, because this is not his yeah, perfect supporting yes, cast. Yes, I do. You think yeah, so? Yeah I, yeah, I do think that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's it's the lack of, and it's not the talent. But me. it's like the thing where when you have that conversation, it's like he's going to be barely the best guy on that team. Yeah. Like that other guy has to be a 2A sort of like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I totally or agree. Or a 1A, not a 2A, sorry. And, uh, and so I just want to go through because I thought, oh, it just, I remember James Harden kind of showing up on other Christmas Day games. It felt weird that he seemed just not into it, uh, especially when he seemed so inspired early in the season. No, he had a 6-1 and one record with averages of 26 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds on 45% shooting. So, decent stats. Especially um, considering he wasn't like the go-to guy for some of those games. For a lot, yeah, in those, that's including too, yeah. his OKC tenure as well. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was disappointing to, to watch the Rockets. And again, they're fourth in the West, but I think you would agree with me. It doesn't feel like that. No. Like, they, I'm not like they don't feel like a contender to me. No. And I buy I buy into the Mavericks and Jazz, who are both blowing them in the standings. Yeah. Far more than them. And Certainly I, the Mavericks. Yeah, certainly yeah. the Mavericks. And then you look above them, the Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers. I don't even see them in the same echelon. And almost no one would. No. Uh, but I want to move on to a, a, another team. That I'm worried about, and this is a point of contention with us. <laughs> I put so I wrote biggest worry. Would you say your biggest worry is, is Houston? Well, I asked you that, and you said no because you, you don't believe in Houston. Anyways. Yeah, I didn't. Believe so how are you worried about a team you already don't believe in? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So do you have it? Are we going to have the same team for biggest worry? Yeah, I'll let you go. Okay. Go on this yeah, one. I my biggest worry is the Denver Nuggets, man. Like I, they're again a good record, but it's it's shocking to me that. Nikola Jokic still doesn't look completely prepared for the NBA season. So they lost to the New Orleans Pelicans, which currently sit in 14th place in the Western Conference, just above the Warriors. And and they got torched by Brandon Ingram. And Brandon Imperc- Ingram was working Paul Millsap. He so was working Paul Millsap. Not a good look. He was also working Nikola Jokic in the pick and roll. 
Indeed. And and JJ Reddick off the screens was burning them like crazy too. And I, look, and I, I put a lot of blame on Jokic, but I also noted that Jamal Murray in that game in particular, not this season, he's been hot and cold like he has been his whole career. Though. He's like Russian roulette version of a basketball player. It's completely insane to watch. It is insane to watch. Like in the playoffs, it was like every other game. He was just horrific and then incredible. Absolutely. And I'm starting to just we talked about the depth of their bench um, with guys like. Uh, with guys like Will Barton that had a great season last year, but of now, I think some of those seasons, it was just kind of a one-off. You know what I mean? Yeah, Will Barton seems like a dude that's just getting hot, and then he's going to get a bit of Malik a... Beasley, uh, Monte Morris, those were two guys in particular that showed up for them all last season, and now this year, they've just looked like yeah. completely different players. So I think, I, I, I personally, and I think a lot of people jump the gun a little bit in terms of talking about Denver's uh, depth, because you know they also have Michael Porter that they could pull off the bench. Did, did you see when he came into the game, like the ovation that he gets? Yeah. Oh man, it's it's insane. Oh, well, I get it. I, I, dude, <laughs> yeah, if he it's was incredible. On my team, I, yeah, I, I for sure. Pump. But I, it was like shocking how big well, it was. I, yeah, he he scored five points with one rebound, one assist. Indeed. I mean, like in limited minutes, but it's uh, yeah. I, Mystery continues. He's not. He's not their answer. Right? No. Yeah. and At and, least not now, yeah. And Nikola Jokic is still putting up good stats, still looking fun on offense. Gary but, Harris looks nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gary Harris looks great. Yeah. And, and we talked about before, I don't know if you're here for that pod, but we talked about how he was their leader on defense, yeah. really. Um, but I, look, if this is going to be a team that's leading the West, I <sighs> I think the issue with Jokic's defense is not like what it is right now, but like what it is compared to what it has been. Because I think he's been like, kind of like significantly underrated on the defensive end because he looks kind of bumbling and like never is like really looks like he's in the perfect spot okay i think he's actually better i think he's like an league average defender sure. for what he does on offense that's probably enough but he definitely hasn't been this year so far yeah no i know what you mean just yeah. in terms of like he's obviously giving you more like he's not a, a negative no and he's pro- he's probably he's not this year either it's just you need like you your star player your yeah. best player on a western especially, conference especially team, big Especially if it yeah. can't be, uh, oh, well, he's pretty much a positive. It's like, okay, well, that's... that's yeah, it's a little yeah. bit of like the Carl Anthony Towns mm. thing in uh, Minnesota. Absolutely. And so, I, yeah, that's the team we're most worried about. And we'll see because, again, they are uh, boasting a 21-9 and record. They're ahead of the Clips that we just talked about. They're dominant. Uh, they've been a, a, a fairly good home team once again. They were dominant last year, 13-4 and this year. So I I don't want to jump ahead of this the sort of jump the gun, but yeah, if you're if Jamal Murray is your second best guy, you're not going to the finals. If Gary Harris is your second <laughs> best guy, you're not going to the finals. The only thing with Jamal Murray is like if he ever has like a stretch of games where he's playing at his top end, like that's you just need it's going to be need, tough to be. You just need four. You just need four. It's great also ones tough when you have finals. no idea when those are happening. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Denver fans must just be stressed out constantly. But I want to jump into to something that, you know, near and dear to my heart. <sighs> the Raps loss. That stung. I don't know. Did you catch it? Uh, it was on in the background. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Christmas festivities. It was tough. I, I had to. So I, I told the family, look, I got to go. It's the Raps' first Christmas Day game. I can't miss it. They understood. They did not come down. They did not care enough. That's okay. So or my dad was of course there talking about how uh, oh man if Hall of Fame <laughs> who's in the Hall of Fame yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was he say OG Ananobi has uh, has Kawhi potential now which is I mean yes <laughs> yes I mean you can't te- you can't technically dispute that uh, he t- he has the potential 
Jamal Murray has Kawhi Leonard potential. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going with this take. <laughs> so, anyways, anyway, so um, it was the Raps' first Christmas Day game of all time, and and they fell uh, furiously to the Celtics in 118-102 loss, and it, honestly, it felt like more. Yeah. Um. It just no no one could really do anything except for Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> And Chris Boucher, baby. Chris Boucher has to be one of the craziest players to watch. We talk about inconsistency. I literally have no idea what to expect. So Boucher put up 24 points, 6 rebounds, 0 assists. Van Vliet put up. <laughs> I just love I saying love zero a assists. good like 25-point game with no assists. No assists, yeah, yeah. Van Vliet put up uh, 27 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. Other than that, Larry had a decent game, but he still looks hobbled defensively. And uh, I, but and it's you got to point out that the Raps are missing Gasol, they are missing Pascal, two Indeed. of their starters, and one of them is their All Star. Indeed. And so, but that being said, I don't want to take it away from the Celtics because I truly believe that if both those guys were playing, if both of them were 100 percent healthy, then I, 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 I think the Celtics would still look like the better team. Jalen Brown looked incredible. In that he's game. he's ridiculous. And we yeah. mentioned briefly that he scored 30 uh, again tonight. Him and Jason Tatum both looked incredible. But on uh, on Christmas Day, he put up 30 points, six rebounds, four assists. Uh, Hayward looked decent. Even <laughs> even Ennis Cantor was Bernie Boucher. <laughs> but I just I, this team shout looks, out to the Canadian government for getting Ennis Cantor uh, safely safely through passage. Yeah, was that was that up in the air? Genuine shout out. Yeah, they had to like. Wow. Yeah, because Turkey is coming after the guy. So. Tracking him down. Did they <laughs> I'm not trying to make a light of this. No, I no, think. no. I know, yeah, but I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah, he like thanked the Canadian government because they like safely like allowed him to get in and then he has proper visas to get him back into the States. But why would Turkey be able to just snatch him up from Canada? I, I, I think it was more like his citizenship and some oh, machinations yeah, yeah, yeah. that I don't understand. But <laughs> when, when you're when you're 50 minutes out of the border, it's you're in no man's land. Anyone can snatch you up. It's like no, capture the yeah, flag. They're pulling him over either side. We got like Trudeau <laughs> dragging him over to get over here, Ennis. Um, but yeah, so I, I look at the Celtics and right now the Eastern Conference is a, is a confusing landscape. The Bucks are leaning away. I have one final thing. Yeah, Shout absolutely. out to whoever made those t-shirts that they gave away at the Raps games. Those were incredible Christmas Day t-shirts. You see those? Yeah, they looked incredible. Yeah, with the, like snow globe. I knew someone at the game. and The Raps always n- nail all that stuff. Eh? Okay, what I was wondering, do those t-shirts go all the way up or are this some like lower level... Uh, I don't know. They oh. can't be in the cheap seats, right? Wow. There's no question. They definitely they have to be. I don't man. think they are. The first There's Christmas no way Day they're game, making 20,000 of the those. The first Christmas Day game you got to. The next year? Maybe. Next year. Very <laughs> year, ambitious. Just the, oh, didn't it's just you? Yeah. It's just white. Yeah, it's, it's written in like felt, <laughs> felt marker. Um, didn't your aunt say something funny about the Raps game? Uh, before? So my aunt, who uh, also thought I played for the university that I go to when yeah. I said I was going to go play pickup the next day. Um, I was trying to explain. <laughs> That's to, so funny. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> I was trying to explain to her that... The Toronto's still good and better than a lot of people thought they were, but they're probably not contenders anymore. And she was arguing with me, not knowing who Kawhi Leonard was, that one one man could never make that sort That's of so funny. impact, and that yeah. I was just flatly wrong. Yeah. And then her follow-up take was, I think basketball shoes have too much cushion these days. <laughs> yeah. I said, don't know what to do with that. I don't even, I don't I don't even know, know how to respond like, to that. Like, do you want me to play in Chuck Taylor's? I what don't is, know. What does too much cushion even mean? I simply couldn't what, like, know. What's the downside of too much cushion? 
is the cushion being wasted or is it actually bad for the players? Listen, I don't maybe we give her a call. I need follow-up <laughs> follow answers to that statement. I don't even I got know. Nothing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> man, vitamins are kind of too effective. Well, nowadays. I think maybe the last time she watched basketball, like Bill Russell was like dominating. So she's and, a little just, confused. She's his like, knees were why just is SpongeBob crushed. on that guy's yeah. shoes now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's so confused <laughs> by Goku on De'Aaron Fox's <laughs> shoes. I don't know who the hell that is, but get him off my TV. Uh, but yeah, I want to look through sort of the Eastern Conference landscape right now. The East is, is tougher than the West right now. Unde- like in ter- just in terms of record, the Bucks are at the top with the Celtics, Heat, Sixers, Pacers, Raptors, following them in that order, and then it drops off sort of to the Nets that feel like kind of the next tier below. But do you, I'm starting, like when I see those two young guys for the Celtics step up and we'll talk about Milwaukee. I'm not reading into one game. They just came off a huge winning streak. They look incredible. But how cl- how close is the gap between the Celtics and the Bucks? Like I I think I still think it's Bucks then Philly and then the Celtics. Mm. It, like going into the playoffs Bucks, that's Philly, how Celtics. I would rank them. Yeah. But uh, I I kind of think the like Milwaukee Philly game was kind of just Philly probably played as well or close to as well as they could have played. And then you had Giannis obviously have an off night, which he, even with the like $200 million man, Chris Middleton, yeah. he just can't <laughs> have an off night and then beat like a legitimate, yeah. like a contender. No, like, that's yeah, just I, not something that can happen. No, which is terrifying. But that's why I put yeah. so, also, I hope the junkheads didn't hear me blow my schnoz. That was, that. Uh, you, you grabbed it so delicately that I thought yeah. it was going to be a nice light little. Oh, like, no, 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 blow, no, no. And, and it's you, been, you went been, to town. I've been honking at that thing yeah. all day too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry guys. Well, maybe we'll bleep it out. <laughs> it was pretty graphic, but, um, <laughs> put the explicit tag. On this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I totally know what you mean. I put so much weight on the depth. Like, like we just talked about with, uh, with Denver and, yeah. and the Clippers and the Lakers, like, because, uh, those lineups, they do shrink in the playoffs, but yeah, the course. weight on the sixth and seventh guys becomes so much greater. For uh, sure. Yeah, so I and especially Well they're the, playing like twice as many minutes as they're used to playing. Exactly. And the and the weight, especially on the number two guys, grows even more. Yeah. And so that that kind of leads me to the next game that I want us to talk about. The final game of the day. Well, not the final game of the day, the final game that we are gonna cover. Indeed. And maybe this was easily my second favorite game of the day because it showed the potential that the Philadelphia 76ers have when they put it all together. And this, so obviously Philly was going to get up against the Bucks. Uh, that again, just came off a dominant, a dominant winning streak. And Philly kind of took him to town, 121 to 109. Obviously, we talked about the uh, $200 million man, Chris Middleton. He he earned his pay, 31 points, 8 rebounds. but <laughs> All in that one game. Yeah, 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 yeah that's all it takes. Uh, sometimes that is all it takes. But, and beat on Giannis, I, I remember, like, looking, even at the first quarter alone, it looked like not the perfect solution. There's no perfect solution to a player like that. But it looked doesn't like doesn't exist. It does not exist. Which is like why like Al Horford on like Embiid and that stuff gets annoying because it's like eventually that dude is gonna figure him out. Absolutely. Yeah. But or Mario Hazonia, the LeBron stop. <laughs> you love bringing that up. That's like your biggest pet. I mean, piece. I just love like dudes who couldn't matter less, but they just have that one thing against like an all-time great. That's yeah, just, it's and yours is remembered funny. forever. I'm trying to think of another. One. There's been so he had a many single block shot. History. I think LeBron went for like 35 in that game. He was yeah. not the LeBron. There's been stopper. like a, a bunch of Kobe. Who was it? Oh, um, who's that guy on the uh, on the Raja Bell man, the Kobe stopper, and Kobe just. <laughs> Torched him just because Roger would like get up in his face and pinch him. It's like 
No. Russia, <laughs> Russia Bell was a, a fine player. I would not want to be the Kobe stopper because he's a psychopath. He's <laughs> yeah, just going to yeah. like hurt you. He day. might murder you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that being said, Giannis, yeah, dude, he, okay, he put up 18 points, put up 14 rebounds. He shot 29.6% from the field. We don't like that. That's unheard of. And and obviously without Giannis, it, it looked like Milwaukee could not get anything going. Like I, I couldn't have been less scared of Chris Middleton as a guy who like kind of came in wanting to Philly to take it. Like I'm kind of I, I, I like Ben Simmons. I like Embiid. Uh, I'm not a Me huge well. Bucks guy, so I, I was kind of look. Let's let's root for the Sixers. I, I'm never terrified of Chris Middleton going off. Chris Middleton's like the fiftieth most scary player in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> the most on, ridiculous on, stat of all time. On pota- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have the metrics for that one? Yeah, I'll yeah. It's, 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 it's beyond a paywall, but you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to donate to our Patreon <laughs> for that stat. But uh, no, I totally agree on on like maybe the scariest team in the league, which is just more of a comment on Giannis than anything else. Yeah, seriously. But again, we talk about saying uh, we've uh, we've praised Simmons on this podcast. We've also ripped him apart. He had a solid game. I think I'm just starting to accept Simmons is never going to be uh, a, a mid 20 score. I don't think I'm ever gonna think of Ben Simmons in a rational way. I you just, just love his that, game too much that, that I think I think he's always gonna be less good than I see him. Yeah, as. okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's totally okay. Fair, like, but again, like, we I, I don't think it's all, at all out of the case that like he at some point in his career averages like twenty two and like eight. Well, he could easily average yeah. twenty two nine to nine. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Oh, I just like I yeah I don't see him as a dominant scorer though. Like him putting up fifteen fourteen and seven, which he did. Uh, that like I'm fine with that. Like if he's putting up uh, like a dominant yeah, rebound seven of ten numbers, shooting too. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and the Bucks came alive in the fourth. So did Middleton. But again, it, it just wasn't it wasn't enough. And so you kind of get a glimpse into the potential of Philly. And and so you said you see the Bucks and then Philly and then Boston. I'll ask you again: How big is that gap between? I think Philly it's tight. Yeah, yeah. It's just tough to imagine them stringing together. Four straight games against the Bucks of, or not four straight. You know what I mean? A four game series. It, it is until you like think about the Bucks potentially having the Bledsoe of last year's playoff and yep. Middleton has a yep. tough stretch, and then you're like, what are you doing? At that Again, point? there's a lot of gambles there. Yeah. Like uh, Brooke Lopez has been consistent, but he's aging. How well is he going to match? Like, well, like Al Horford about- is a pretty perfect matchup to to, bl- to completely neutralize Brooke Lopez too. Or Sonia Sova is going to save you. Philly just has like. They just have like seven really good dudes, and yeah. I just trust that more than Giannis. Yeah, which I, I'm I could definitely be wrong. I, I just, totally agree, and it seems more consistently like repeatable. Philly has has glaring faults, but they also have glaring strengths. You know what they mean? You know what I mean? It's like there, there's not there's going to be like two dudes who are below average NBA players that are going to play any minutes for them in the playoffs. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Um, okay, so the, those were the Christmas Day games. We talked about our favorites, talked about biggest worry, mm-hmm. and uh, I love as as per usual. It's the perfect escape from and look, love my family, but sometimes you want to get away to that basement. You want to you want to <laughs> watch some games. You want to watch Serge Ibaka share uh, share a meal with Paul Bissonette. Um, I, I miss that. Did you miss it? That yeah. was the whole halftime thing, dude. Oh, it was like a the, with, whatever yeah. his show is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a weird. It was weird. What it was, was like the a weird? Half hour. Uh, Oh, it was like four other, it was like uh, with Bianca and Bo 
Um, and some other woman who's probably blasphemous. I forgot she was an Olympian. Come on. I know, I know. You'll see. You'll probably, you'll probably uh, be upset. But <laughs> it, yeah, it was the, one of the weirder halftime dates I've ever experienced. This is all of them going around the table talking about. Actually, how thankful they that's were. That's funny be because I was making dinner and I could hear my aunt in the kitchen like yeah. talking about what is this halftime show they're doing, yeah. and I just assumed she didn't know what was happening. Oh, but yeah. now, now I yeah, it's just I the sympathize normal with her. One. It's yeah. just them talking about <laughs> yeah. the basketball game. What the heck is going Why on? Is this player eating yeah. bull's penis? <laughs> Yeah, um, but now we want to jump into, as is tradition, some rapid fire fun. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question, beer, and then I'm gonna uh, jump ahead, and we're gonna get your rapid fire answer. So after holding James Harden to 24 points on Christmas, Steve Kerr said that Harden forces teams to innovate their defense. Guys, what's the time you force something to change? Listen, I don't know if I have one of on this. I'm a bit of a you bit wrote of a pacifist, yeah. Yeah. So you don't you, you you don't think you force wow you don't think you force change no not even by accident no okay. I just I just exist within whatever landscape parameters are yeah. set for you that makes me yeah. sad what a, that might be and we've talked about your answers before it might be the saddest answer you've given oh no 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 don't get don't get it twisted at all I thrive wherever I am I'm just <laughs> okay I'm just oh, not wow. trying to be a, <laughs> what a narrative yeah. twist <laughs> okay. okay I just I just don't need to like control the landscape um I so I forced change uh, and it was Camp Kintail. I was probably seven or eight, so maybe 2004, 2005, yeah. uh, and we played Flags, and it was some weird version of Flags. You played in the dark with flashlights, uh. and so I think you're <laughs> caught by being, like, the flashlight being put oh, on. Oh, that's, that's just got to end poorly. Like, yeah, well, no, nope, didn't, didn't hit me. So me and a cousin, so there was, I'll put his name out there. There's no way, I don't know who the hell he is. I don't know where he is, but there was this dude, Avery, um, and first of all, Avery always told people that, A, he uh, yes, a woman's name. That's a woman's name. Okay. So if any Avery's listen to the podcast, shout out Avery. A book. We're sorry, but at the same time, it's a woman's name. Yes, Avery Bradley. And so of course we had to we had to tease him a little bit about his name because we're seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And, and also, he told people that he was a werewolf constantly, and I promise you that. And you're looking at me a little bit like uh, with a little bit of. I believe uh, you. It's just like it's just tough to be the dude that's telling people that you're a werewolf. <laughs> that is a tough. Like, you feel to for that guy. You do feel for that guy. He had long hair too, yeah. so I think like that was the whole point behind growing his hair out. So clearly, this is something that he put years of thought into. <laughs> also, his name is Avery. Like this dude was playing from behind, and so we're playing flags, <laughs> and and me and a, I think two other two other guys. I know one of them was Jacob. Don't remember the other guy. We decided we're just gonna jump out and scare him, just spook him. And which seems like not that bad, right? It doesn't seem like the meanest no. thing ever. So we hide behind a tree. And as he's running into like the zone to grab a flag and we were on his team, it was cat. It was meant by, it was like grouped by cat. Fr- friendly fire. Friendly, friendly fire. And so we jump out from behind the tree and scare him. He falls down, breaks his leg. Yeah. Yeah, my God. and there is nothing more traumatizing than we are two feet away from him, and I witnessed a young boy break his leg. So wait, and what? part of me was like, "Oh, this dude is going to transform right in what front of me." What you forced to change was the composition of his leg. That was the flags was banned forever, <laughs> oh, dude. Flags really? was never allowed. Okay, well, I have a funny story on this. Yeah, one, okay, actually. okay, go ahead. Uh, so, in the after school program, grade three, I've it was my like maybe third or fourth week at a new school. And uh, one of my best friends now, he was also in the after school program and we're playing Red Rover. Yeah. Playing Red Rover in a tiled gym. That's, oh, that is, first of all, that and, is the most dangerous thing I've ever heard in my uh, life. So I got my arm out. 
And as he starts running over, the the girl who has my hand in her hand, she just grabs my wrist. I know which girl you're talking about, too, and I'm dying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, She grabs my wrist. uh, That's so... That's that's not allowed. And uh, uh, my friend runs right into my arm, gets clotheslines, smashes his head on the floor. There's blood everywhere. There's an ambulance. He's like... Oh, no way. Pulled out, yeah. Wow. Has he ever been the same? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. But uh, Red Rover was was no was longer from that day. We had yeah. mini sticks banned at our school too. Have I you heard, heard that story? I, I heard it. Yeah, just the, just I, that was that one wasn't even action. It was just absolute pure rage from one of my peers. I imagine Carson was probably uh, a little. Oh, bit he was definitely there, there, and he was definitely like a factor in it. Yeah. I'm shocked it wasn't him that smashed someone over the head for beating him in mini sticks. You know what? Since Carson's not here, we're going to. Uh, we're going to answer this question for him. And Carson's answer is any video game he's not good at. Oh, yeah. He just, just never plays the game. Game doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> any game he's not good at, yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golf, tennis, yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. They cease to oh, exist. my God. Um, okay, guys. Or <laughs> I'm so. I write it down as guys because I'm optimistic that we'll have a full. You're group. misogynistic, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because we have actually multiple uh, female sports anchors offer to come on the podcast. Very famous, very successful. We say no. We say no. If you have male cohorts, they want to come I, you on. You somehow convinced me that was real for a second. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's happening? Um, so this past week, Mark Cuban slammed the idea of a midseason tournament. Guy, what's a newfangled idea you hate? <laughs> I don't know if I hate it because it's very entertaining, but TikTok. Never feel never feel any older than when I'm on TikTok. It's hard to get it. I've it's talked about like, that on the podcast before. It's you're, tough you're to understand. You're just watching high school kids make terrible decisions that are going to impact their futures. Absolutely. And it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. It's chaos, but yeah. it's lovely to watch at the same time. No, I totally agree. Uh, and, and it's just, it's such an overstimulation. And it's weird. Me yeah, and Gary I, have talked about it before. It is weird. Like, it's uh, it's almost like... Like, there's some weird niche genres of, like, look, we're not going to get too deep into it because it's a CG podcast. Yeah, but. maybe go to your mom's house podcast if you're uh, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, yes, get yeah. some They'll of the, dive into the it a little deeper if you're but, over 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to go with Google Assistance, man. Oh, my God. And you couldn't agree more. First it's of all. Ridiculous. Even Siri, it sucks. Well, are so you go- so are you going with the angle that just doesn't really work enough? I don't to- think it's more efficient than actually just doing. Definitely it. Definitely not. First of all, I've never. How many? Guess how many times I've used Siri. I honestly don't think I've ever genuinely used. I've it. never used Siri once, nor will I. Have. Well, just, I, I just my don't fingers to. work. Yeah, no, it's just never faster. No, it's never faster. Like, and it, well, it's not even that. It's, it's probably faster. It never gives you exactly what you want. It gives you like partially what you want. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's only funny when you can kind of like manipulate her into saying funny stuff, uh, which <laughs> which I've heard I've heard other people do before. Yeah, uh, you I'm can. Sure. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. I know. Though, right? You can get her to about, swear yeah. or something stupid, but uh, <laughs> very juvenile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we was established i'm five years old um but it's also there's kind of a creepy factor eh? does that does that not bother you uh, yeah my mom got one for free can't go quiet while i'm blowing my schnoz you I did, no I, I was i was thinking we were gonna cut it but uh my no, mom no, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not worth it we'll bleep it maybe if they're lucky yikes next All one's right. going right into the mic my mom got one for free for spending like so many dollars at the grocery store and i said that's just not coming in our house really yeah, yeah. no absolutely well, there's no benefit yeah i it gave one away doesn't for work. Secret Santa. i saw that yeah and i yeah. i i don't care I'd like I actually implanted an extra listening device because oh. but you got to expect that with a Google <laughs> Assistant. Like what? Got to expect that from your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to one of my friends, and he said, uh, "I'm never saying anything interesting enough." 
to for it to matter. What an insane thought process. It's like, of, does that make any sense to you? No, I guess I know what you mean. Couldn't make any less sense. But it's just like, do you not care at all about your privacy? Okay, yeah. then let me see your laptop and phone right now. Yeah. Spill it. Yeah. Didn't give it to me. <laughs> yeah, naturally, because you do have a little bit of stuff to hide. <laughs> uh, and so normally, this is where we talk about the Pick'em Challenge. Although, this week, Kelby, you notice there's no new games I did not on the that. docket. Now, I've decided that until we come up with a punishment and a winner, or not a punishment and a reward for the winner and loser, we'll take one week off to decide that and then okay. come back at it next week. Does that sound good? Yeah. You, we don't want you getting any lower, No, no, no. So well, okay. Well, maybe no. you can take the week and put a little research into the games and <laughs> stop, then stop. we'll get a little and closer I, look, to- Look, I don't want to uh, call- I, I think I, I do- and I won't say I do more research, but- <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not just going into this thing blindly, too. And I just can't. I, I, I'm not doing horrible. You know what you got to do? You got to buy Vegas Dave's uh, picks of the day. That's what you got to do. I've seen that guy brought up on social media. I'm, it's the most perplexing thing. That's, is he just incredible? No, he, I don't think he is, but he's like marrying after 10 days that like lady from Fox News. And it's just, it's a it's a shit storm. I cannot. I got I to check this <laughs> yeah, guy. You have to check it out. Like it's, it's interesting. Um, but that being said, we're still br- it's still brought to you by Cash App. And. Obviously, the holidays are, are a time where you spend a lot of money. You may not have a lot afterwards. So Cash App is doing a really, it's a neat thing. So first of all, if you don't know, why are you laughing? Because I just thought of Garth Brooks saying neat. It's a neat thing. <laughs> Very neat. It's cool. Slick neat. stuff. And neat it's stuff. Slick. Uh, Mostly I thought raw you were laughing stuff like this. <laughs> you assumed it would be fake. No, uh, no I didn't. So no, Cash App is a mobile payment service developed by Square Incorporated, allowing users to transfer money to one another using a mobile phone app. Does that sound legit, Kill? That sounds like something I'd be a little bit interested in. It sounds in. like you'd be interested. And would you also be interested? Do you do sometimes you look, look, Gail, <laughs> we know you got the money. Yeah, Gail, Gail, if anyone knows how to how to roll up fat stacks, it's it's Kale. That's podcast money rolling in. <laughs> look, we don't I don't well, wanna, yeah, not prior to the pod, but you guys no, see this podcast. The money's money. the money's becoming a roll. <laughs> Might be a in, bubble, yeah. but for right yeah. now it's <laughs> rolling in. Yeah. But look, would you say no to more money? Oh, never. Never. No. That's why you have so much. That's why you're a winner. <laughs> Listen. That being said, would you say no to fake money? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I would. <laughs> well, if you wouldn't, we have the offer for you. Oh, okay. Because nice. sometimes people are running low on cash and just yeah. have no means to build it back up. That's where, that's where th- for this month only, for the new year, Cash App is going to have our intern, Darren. Shout out Darren. Make, shout out to Darren, but at the same time. You're more on Darren. Get together a little bit. Better get my dry cleaning to yeah. house right now. <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> um, so he will make you counterfeit, counterfeit $5 bills uh, for the month, just on order. Uh, if you type in the code uh, fake money, no problems at checkout. That's fake money, no problems at checkout. You can't use it, but your wallet will look bigger. Uh, you could try. You yeah. could definitely try to use it. It's like when you go to the States Legally, and you, you have six dollars in ones and you yeah. feel like a baller because you got a big wad of cash. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah, exactly. You can feel like that <laughs> with Cash App. That being said, thank you guys so much for listening to our special edition Christmas episode. Be sure to check out JunctureMagazine.com. That's J-U-N-K-T-U-R-E Magazine.com to read volume three of the magazine. Follow us on Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, a wet bird never flies at night. Peace.